listening to Chalks and Dogs. Shout out to Kanye for letting us use that. Shout out to Kanye for letting us use his song. That was nice of him. That it was, was nice of him. him. Yeah. I mean, Did you get a text from him? Or did Kim text you? Uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah? Yeah, he de- we definitely had permission to play that. Okay. We could keep playing it even. We can play any kind no, of song. No, didn't you hear him on the video music awards or whatever when he went off for like 30 minutes and he's going to run for president? Would you vote for him? No. Would you vote for Trump? Yeah, of course I'd vote for Trump. Trump's a, Trump's a stud, dude. It is Thursday? Thursday. October 8th. It's crazy, man. In studio. Was, was there anything... Um, Anything? Fly the W, baby. Uh, is, is there anything going on yesterday? I don't know. I didn't. Was, Fly that flag. I was. I was busy. I had things going didn't on. Didn't you see our Twitter? No. What happened? Fly that flag, baby. I was all over that thing. What flag? The American flag. Yeah, because the presidential elections all over the place. It's, it's all over. The Fly news. that W, Dave. Sox fan haters. Uh, the the Hawks. How lost. does it? This team not get you jacked? I don't. I watched the game. I watched it. I watched it. I'm just joking. Young. Feisty, hungry. Jake Arrieta is hard. He, no, he's dirty. Jake Arrieta is dirty, throwing balls at guys. Dave, how stop. did he not get tossed? Dave, stop. How did he not Dave, get tossed? It's not even funny. No, I'm just saying. Come on, just talk about it. It's not even funny. He's nasty, though. No, he was good. It was a great game, man. It was really good, and it wasn't. The, the Cubs dominated that whole game. I mean, it wasn't even close. Well, they let off. Fowler let off. Schwarber, boom, knocked him in. How how tell Schwarber? How about that? Last year at this time, he was getting drafted in June. Okay. Yeah. Got drafted in June, right? Now he's starting right fielder in the wild card game for the Chicago Cubs. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. He can hit. That team. The the team. Love it. Yeah. Love yeah. him. Love him. Love the Cubs. Love. Everything about Madden. I just, it's not even, you listen to other people like, I was scared, I'm scared, I'm nervous, all these other Cub fans. I wasn't nervous. I mean, why would I be nervous? I'm not the one playing. Like, we can't, it's to the point now that they haven't won anything in whatever, how many, hundred and whatever years. That it's just fun to watch it. 108. Yeah. Remember, like I told you last, last podcast. It's just a. It's fun to watch. Yeah, like, no, it's, no it's, you got to get in, Dave. Right, you got to get in to have a chance. Yeah, they so, did, they did that, and they got in, and I just they're just a good are, team. They're a fun team to watch. Dude. Are you crying? No, your eyes are watering. <laughs> Not crying, but man, dude, I got in the house after work yesterday, and I just sat down, watched the game, and it was awesome. I uh, yeah I can't wait to I cannot wait till tomorrow Friday Saturday Monday Tuesday Thursday is the games. What's your prediction? You got anything right now? Do you think they can do it? I think card. I think Cardinals are gonna sweep. I mean, this is all right. This are is you cool. kidding me? No, this is cool. They're not no, sweeping. No. Everything's everything's been great. Everything's been Dave's great. a pure Sox fan for all our listeners no. who haven't been listening. No, I'm I'm being I'm being uh I'm gonna I'm gonna be very down the middle, non non judgmental. This is from the outside looking in. Not coming from a Sox fan, the Cubs are eventually 
their 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 golden horse carriage is going to turn into a pumpkin real soon. It, they can't they can't go on like this. You can't stay this hot for this long. They're hot. I know. And they're catching some breaks. A little bit here and there. Like, no, like next series, Wainwright's hurt. He's only going to pitch out of the bullpen. Martinez, one of their starters, good good young good young arm, hurt. And Yadier Merlina with his thumb. He's coming back. Is he healthy? You know what I mean? No, nah, you know, the, the Cubs, just throughout the year, I mean, they're, they're really good. And all jokes aside, I mean, I, I, I think it's going to be a tough series. I think the Cubs will pull it off. I mean, they've all year long they've won. I think more one one uh, one run games than any other team in baseball. And I think when he boils down to it, when you have a 162 game season, th- those are the teams. The teams that win those close games are the teams that are going to be successful. Very successful. You're right. You know, yep. I think. I mean, how many? I mean, there's a lot of one run games, and and the Sox lost a lot of them this year. Big time. Know? Yeah. The the Cubs have. The most walk off, uh, yeah, stuff games that doesn't normally happen. No, remember the, they remember they, they're, t- they're they're young, Dave. I mean, I was telling yeah. like a buddy that just, you just they don't. I don't think they really care. Like care is not only if that's the right word, but they they're so loose. Yeah, you can tell they they have a swagger, big time. You know, and that's that's something that you look at for like a championship team is that swagger. They got it, right? They're 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 exciting. They they love each other. It seems like um it's all it's all rainbows and 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 pixie dust. But uh, I think they have a chance. They have a chance. They have a chance. I don't think I don't think the Cardinals are all that. I really don't. I mean, personally, they don't scare me. Uh, I I'm trying to look up the record uh the Cubs have against them this year. But I I think they've had their number. They just beat them in St. Louis. I think they took two out of three, maybe, and then they came home and took another two out of three. I know exactly. They, they. So what? What do you got? Who are you gonna pick? No, I think the Cubs. Cubs in six. They only play five games. <laughs> You're such a dork. No, I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be close. That's Waddle said that today. That's yeah. what have been his pick. Cubs yeah. in six. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> Cubs in four, three one. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're playing good right now, man. Do they have to win the first game to win this series? We just, I think so. Don't you think? I think so. You got Lackey and Lester. It looks like Kyle Hendricks is pitching. I don't think. I don't think he's going at, with Hamill. I want to ask Car- Mark Carmen when he comes out. Our, yeah, our, real quick, our guest tonight, Shea Pepler, will be coming on talking college football, and then we're gonna roll to uh, Mike Jacobson. Talk some Hawks, maybe a little Bulls, everything. And then we're going to go to Mark Carmen and talk some Bears and some uh, Cubs. But let's go to the phone line now and welcome in our college insider, Shay Pepler. What's going on, Shay? Hey, guys. How are you? What's up, Shay? Oh, not much. What's going on? Did you get your luggage? <laughs> are you still oh, waiting for gosh. it? Can, uh, can no, we I got f- my luggage. I got my luggage. Luggage. When did I talk to you guys? Uh, Couple weeks before the game. I Texas, right? Texas, Texas, in Texas. Yes, I ended up getting my luggage after the game. Um, so I went to Target that morning at seven a.m. and decked myself out in some Target gear for the game. Worked out fine. That's good. That's good. But I think I, <laughs> I think I put on that game and I shot you a text. That game looked empty, right off the bat. 
It did, and I responded to you. It was empty at first, yes, which is not usual for Texas, although um, we can get into that in a minute, but, it, you know, which is obviously not usual for Texas. But as the game progressed, by about the end of the first quarter, it was filled up. Okay. So I just, I mean, not just wasn't sold out how you would expect Texas to be, but it wasn't empty like it was right before kickoff. So you being there in that atmosphere – with the Longhorns, what do you see? How do you see it playing out? The football program, Charlie Strong. Man. Uh, what what, yeah, what, what do you got? Just, they're, they're close. They're close. Okay? I mean, it's not like they're getting blown outside the Notre Dame game. It's not like they're getting blown out. They're just having issues on special teams, really. It's back-to-back weeks. There's a problem there. Um, it's funny. I stood behind, and he didn't obviously know who I was, but I was eavesdropping on one of the assistant coaches. I was behind him eating ice cream that night later on, which is embarrassing. But anyways, <laughs> um, and so I, I overheard him talking to his wife or fiance or whatever about what the what coach talked about in the locker room, and um, you know he was just saying that he is frustrated. He's like, you know, I feel like we fixed the defensive problems, and then we can't figure things out on special teams. We change our kicker. And we still missed an extra point or a field goal. Our offense finally gets going, and we fumble the football. It's like they just cannot catch a break right now. And I think I'm hoping it's just growing pains. I like Charlie Strong a lot as a head coach. I followed him very closely at Louisville. So um, I'm hoping it's just growing pains, but he's got to figure this out by next year. Because if this happens the first three games of next season, they'll be gone before the season's over. This cannot happen a third year in a row. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm thinking about Texas. That football program with Mac Brown. You think you really think by next year, if he doesn't get his act together, he's gone? Oh my! There's already boosters calling for his head. Are you kidding me? Wow! This isn't Texas of the olden days. Okay, mm-hmm. you've got Baylor, you've got TCU. I mean, you've got many schools. Texas A&M. I mean, the list goes on and on. So many schools now in the state that are competing with you for recruits, are competing with you for contract deals, are competing with you for everything. And Baylor is right there with them. I mean, and TCU too. So it's this isn't old Texas where they, you know, the best recruits are just coming in. It, no, I mean, it, it can't be this way. They need somebody, and they need somebody to turn it around fast. They can't wait this long. It's supposed to be the top-grossing athletic department in the nation. They've got all kinds of issues. Their athletic director's gone now. I mean, it's a mess. You know, um, switching gears a little bit, Shay. Looking at looking at the the uh, the AP poll, um, Alabama they got at eight, four and one, ahead of one, two, three, four, five undefeated teams, including Oklahoma, Texas A and M, Florida, Florida mm-hmm. State, Northwestern. What do you think? What what is it? Strength of schedule is do you do you think that Alabama's is better than Saban? those teams? I think it's Nick Saban. It, yeah, <laughs> probably. Sure <laughs> um, I'm actually going to Alabama this weekend. That's my game, Alabama Arkansas. So I'm off to Tuscaloosa tomorrow. Um, so it'll be exciting. So, I, and I kind of agree with this, to be honest. I don't know why I have this SEC bias, because, and I shouldn't even use that word because I'm a, a Big Ten girl. And I think that Ohio State, as we saw last year, can line up with Alabama or anyone from that conference any day of the week. Same with Michigan State, really. But there's something about this Alabama team. It's the five-star recruits. It's the coaching style. It's the how disciplined they are. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's Nick Saban. It's just something about this team that just seems to be so much better than everybody else. And I'm still, I mean, I host a college football playoff show every Tuesday where we do the rankings for the college football playoff. And we were arguing that Alabama 
is still the best team in the country, regardless of that loss to Ole Miss. They're not in the top four right now. Would they make the playoffs today? No, they need to have more people lose. And right now, Florida looks to be the best team in the SEC just based off of records and who they've beaten. But I don't know what it is about this Alabama team, but every year they lose a game and they're somewhere some way back in the mix of it. And it's going to be the same thing this season. And I think it's just the Nick Saban factor. He's just such a phenomenal coach. He knows what he's doing. His guys are so disciplined. They don't make mistakes. And when they do, they fix them and they don't make them again. So I I do think they're ahead of all those schools, which is unbelievable to me. But I do, I mean, come on. If Alabama and Northwestern went head-to-head, and I love Coach Fitzgerald, and I love that defense, and I'm so happy for that Wildcats team. But if Alabama and Northwestern went head-to-head, I mean, they'd give Alabama, what, three touchdowns? They'd think Alabama would win by three touchdowns. What do wow. you think? Wow, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah without I'm a doubt, yeah. yeah. You're listening to without tra- a doubt. I, I don't care if they beat Stanford. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. So that, that's just what I think. That, that, no, yeah, I agree. Just, yeah, there's the, it's the name. It's Saban. It's everything you said. Let's go to Northwestern. Big game coming up this weekend. Any thoughts? Man, I, I I want this wave to continue to ride. I am so happy for Northwestern and Coach Fitzgerald. Like I said, I, I think he's just a phenomenal coach and just an overall great person. I think we're all sold on the defense, right? I think we're sold on the defense. It's the offense that just makes everyone a little bit like nervous of what's going to happen exactly. Um, but, yeah, this is a big game. I mean, who would have thought in the beginning of the season they thought this would be the game Northwestern Michigan? We had written off Michigan. And Coach Harbaugh's going to need a whole year to rebuild. Northwestern, back of the ba- back of the barrel. He had written these two teams off. And now two of the best teams of the ten. It's unbelievable. Looking at this game, you said you're going to be at the uh, uh, Alabama-Arkansas game. Um, yeah. Alabama's four and one, Arkansas two and three. It's gonna be a beautiful day, uh, beautiful it's evening. Beautiful it's gonna be a little cool, right? So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be seventy three or something along those lines. Yeah, it's it's perfect football weather, right? For those big guys, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> Alabama, I think, is given sixteen and a half. I mean, do you th- do you see any? Is there any reason to believe that there's gonna be an upset this Saturday in this game, or do you think Alabama's got well, it in the bag? If you remember this game last year, it came down to the wire, and I think it was only a three-point difference, the final the final score of the game. It was an extremely low-scoring game. I mean, Alabama really very easily could have lost that game last year, which is so Bielema, which is so Arkansas. They drop, drop an egg early on, and then they'll, they'll play Alabama to their competition. They have a very capable quarterback, Arkansas does. He's the most experienced quarterback in the entire SEC heading into the season, which is unbelievable. Um, but Alabama's defense is just too much, as it always is. Alabama's running game is too much, as it always is. They've got problems at the quarterback position, Alabama does. But everything else seems to be perfectly in place. So I think it would take half of a miracle, for, especially being in Tuscaloosa, for Arkansas to come out alive in this one. However... Last year, like I said, they played this game extremely close. I don't think I don't know if it's going to be that much of a blowout. At least not till the end of the game. I think it'll I think it'll be close up until the end of the game. Any news coming out of Illinois that you can share with us? <laughs> Illinois football or basketball? Foot, well, are you still on foot, football? We're still talking about Illinois football. Football. <laughs> I, I mean, um, is there any any head coaching you know rumors no, going out there? I have heard nothing about the head coaching vacancy at Illinois. There's about to be a head coaching vacancy at Maryland, too, from what 
the sounds of it is today. I don't know if you guys heard that news. Yeah. Um, so the Big Ten now is going to have two open coaching spots before we're even halfway through the season. Can they get a big name, Shay? Can they get a big name, Illinois? Illinois? Yeah. Can they? God, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Do you think they could? I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they, they can. They haven't been relevant for so long, it feels like. And there's just so many issues in that athletic department. It's going to take more than firing the head football coach for things to get fixed at Champaign. I'm sorry. They got to clean house a little bit in the athletic department and do some revamping. And then I think they should start from scratch. But they've got all kinds of issues in that athletic department right now. They should change their name to Northwestern. That'll probably help them out. Seriously, battle of the brains, though. I mean, Stanford and Northwestern, that was always the excuse. You know, well, it's because it's Northwestern. It's because it's Stanford. It's because it's so hard to get into. I mean, now, who cares? They figured it out. Yeah, they're 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 solid. All, all those teams, Stanford, Stanford's an interesting one. I find myself because I'm kind of dorky like this. I'm looking up uh, uh, Barry, Barry Sanders Jr. Uh, highlight reels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, is it? Do you think? Uh, what do What do you think? What do you think of him? Is he Is he going to be uh, anything like his father at all? Are you seeing any? It's so funny because when Stanford played Northwestern, I remember watching that game. Where was I? I was on the road. Oh, I was doing San Diego, San Diego State. I was in San Diego watching that game that morning, during the morning. And I remember watching it thinking, this Stanford football team looks like they're half asleep. I don't know what's going on. They they had no life to them whatsoever. Nothing. They couldn't get anything going. They're a completely different football team now. And when they played USC, they actually looked like a Stanford football team. But I cannot figure them out for the life of me because I almost feel like they're one of the best teams in the Pac-12, but at any given day they could go out and just play lifeless football and be completely dismantled. So, I mean, yeah, it helps you have Barry Sanders Jr. on your on your roster, but he was right there with them against Northwestern having issues. I know. I know. That's, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't really – and honestly, I don't even know what to make of the Pac-12 in general. Outside of Utah, I'm confused about the whole, the whole Pac-12, really. What about the Big Ten, though? Do you think they're that it's that strong? No, I have not seen a solid sixty minutes of football out of Michigan State or Ohio State. Yet. Right? Have you? No, that's what I I'm getting. Yeah, nobody I, has none. In it. College football, really? Uh, no one has seen a solid game out of Cardell Jones, out of JT Bear. I mean, granted, they've kind of alternated, but I haven't. Ezekiel Elliott was a Heisman frontrunner heading into the season. He really has. I mean, yes, he's put up big numbers, but not like we expected him to do. Connor Cook, another Heisman favorite heading into heading into the season, been impressive, but not blowing us away. So I, the Big Ten is good. They'll be there in the end. They'll have a team in the college football playoff. They'll surprise us somewhere somehow. But it's interesting because even though you've got Michigan, Northwestern, uh, Michigan State, Ohio State, you've got teams, you know, in the thick of things. I feel like they still don't stack up to the. SECs of the world, even the even the ACCs having it down here. The Big Twelve though has Baylor, has Oklahoma, has TCU. They have all three of those teams. I think would beat the four top Big Ten teams right now. Yeah, T- are you still on TCU's bandwagon? I'm still on it. Staying on. Did you are see you guys coming did, over to the dark side yet or no? Did you see that game against Texas Tech? I did. I did. That was when I was in Texas too. Did, the, you, did you see it live, or did you see? Have to see did you see it live? Or no, no. You didn't see it live then, did you? The play? No, I saw it live. Yeah, I saw it live. Okay. I saw, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw the play live, too, and I could not believe what I saw. I mean, what a catch. I know. You know, and 
was unbelievable. It was just so back and forth, though, the whole game. I was at the edge of my seat. I'm like, oh, my gosh. If I had bet on this game, not that I, I don't ever bet on football games, but if someone had bet on that football game, oh, my goodness, you, you have a stomachache. It was so back and forth. and That's why I do love, though, TCU, Baylor, Oregon, all those high-powered, high-tempo offenses are so fun to watch because they're just back and forth like that the entire time. So many points being scored in the game. Speaking of, Baylor is playing Kansas this weekend. Do we want to take an over-under on how many points are going to be scored? I'm going to go 80, minimum. 80? 80 yeah, there's no defense at all being played. Zero. <laughs> Zero. I think I think legitimately Baylor, because they want to make a statement of how good they are, might put up 80 points. I'm not kidding. Wow. That's 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 ridiculous. That's the thing I don't get about college Thanks. football. Thanks. I gamble that. a little bit, Shay. I'm going to have to see what that is now. Hey, hey. Check it out, because I... Take the over. I don't know. All right, cool. We're talking with Shea Pepler at Shea Pepler <laughs> on, on Twitter. Hey, um, Ohio State, you talked about high-powered offenses. They got another real tough one this week. The, I mean, Maryland. Uh, and now, I think this this might be the game of the week. I mean, Ohio State's I giving mean, 30. I hope you're being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can they please use Maryland? Maryland might not even have a football coach on the sideline. I mean, this, this could get ugly. Although this is this is how this college football world works. How hilarious would it be that this, all the is going on with Maryland today? I don't know how close you have followed the story, but it was reported earlier that Randy Etzel was supposedly fired. Then it came out that Maryland released a statement saying that Randy Etzel was indeed their college football coach. They're committed to Randy Etzel. He'll be on the sideline for this weekend's game. Then it came out that while he's still the Maryland head football coach, he is going to be let go at the end of the football season. So, oh, come on. <laughs> it's confusing. But now, wouldn't it just be fan like, just a great storyline now if Maryland goes out and beats Ohio State. I mean, then what do you do? Do you still fire Randy Essel? What are you going to do then? Well, if, if they're going to do it, they can do it in the first half because Ohio State just doesn't play uh, the first and second quarter. They just don't show up. Shea School almost had no. him. Indiana had him, right? They did. I had to turn it off. And then in the fourth Indiana. quarter. Uh, oh, is, I it was so close. I knew that yeah. was going to happen. Though. Like, I was waiting for it. Yeah. And then I the, even tweeted something. They kicked uh, Indiana to the ball, and then Ohio State had great field position. I tweeted out, I'm like, this is where the, the game's going to change. We've now lost momentum. Here come the Buckeyes. Sure enough, uh, game over. That, that was crazy. And there's no reason that, I mean, this is the number one team in the country, supposedly. There's no reason for that game to even be close, realistically. They are not the number one team in the country right now. They oh. might be at the end of the year. I think they have all the talent to be the, one of the best team in the country, but they're not right now. Yeah. Who's your, who's Who's going to be? What are we halfway through? Something like that. Quarter. Yeah, we're halfway through. Who's who's your one two? Well, right now, or who do I think is going to be there at the end of the season? Because it's a big difference. If we're going to say right now, let's go both. Let's go both. Difference. Let's go both. Right now, honestly, coming off a bye week, heading to Cal, or do they? Or Cal at home? I'm not exactly sure. Is Utah? Utah is definitely a one or two for me right now. Hundred okay. percent. All right. And then at two. I would have to put Florida, which I can't believe I'm saying because of the game that they had against Tennessee. I can't believe I'm saying that, but they beat Ole Miss, who beat Alabama, who I think is the best, one of the best teams in the country in Alabama. So I have to put Florida in there because I think the SEC is one of the best conferences. And then I guess I'd throw Baylor or TCU. It's kind of a toss-up for me at this point. Who's, in the, who's there at the they end? I really haven't played anybody, to be honest. And then an Ohio, probably Ohio State at four. Oh yeah, cool. that's what I like to hear. Yeah, that's that's a good one. 
little issue. Or Michigan State. I mean, they're kind of interchangeable right now to me. So we're going to switch some gears and let you go after this one, but you're a Cub fan, right? How about them Cubbies? This is exciting. We they, we started off the show tonight, and I was I'm I'm a diehard. I told Dave like people were saying they're nervous, scared. That that to me, that, that, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared. It's more Shay watching like a good baseball team. Your husband, I he played right. He played. He was a big time baseball yeah. player, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. So, you know. It's fun to like to to watch a good team play good baseball, to have fun, mm-hmm. and they're young and they're fiery, and that's what I look forward to. I don't, I'm not scared, I'm not nervous because I've been, we've all been waiting for this time to come, and right, it's here and it's it's fun. It's not like I'm nervous, you know. Right. I don't know. I'm just getting your thoughts no, on I know. it. I, I, and, and I've grown up a Cubs fan my whole life. I mean, I lived in a house where. It, Every game was on when I was a kid. You know, it's my my cousin's name is Ryan after Ryan Sandberg. My family is insane. However, I don't. I'm not like glued to my TV for every Cubs game now because I cover college football. I just can't be. It's not. You know, I, I don't have enough time. So I had, of course, this season. I probably watched the least amount of Cubs games this season just because of my busy schedule. So for me, it's so refreshing to watch these games because I'm like, this is so fantastic because I haven't I haven't gotten the pleasure of watching them for a lot of the season. So I'm so excited for that. And Jake Arrieta, though, is a stud. Oh, he's so filthy. It's, it's awesome. It's the, I know. What, awesome. And I love, did you see the picture of his kid pouring the champagne down his throat? Yeah. Fantastic. It's awesome. The whole, the so whole, cute. the whole thing, like the, the, like Dave said, the swagger, they got this, like this swagger about them. It's just, so they're young. They're, they're young. Cool. Exactly. And I think Major League Baseball is missing. Major League Baseball has, I has lost all cool factors. I'm sorry. It's yep. slow, boring. The average fan is like 60 and white male. Like it has no swag to it. And then you've got a team. The Astros are similar. The Astros and the Cubbies that are, have a little bit of youth, have a little bit of fun, have some swag to them. It's like, okay, this is what baseball needs. They need this. They need it. Totally agree. Totally agree. Thanks, yeah. Shay, for coming on. Uh, Shay Pepler. No guys. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Shaypepler.com. Um, at Shay Pepler on Twitter. Check her out on Campus Insiders and 120 Sports. Thank you, Shay. Bye, guys. All right, bye. She likes the Cubs. It's a, it's a shame. It's a shame, but you know what? She's entitled. No, it's it's a fun team. It, a lot of people like the Cubs, man. You're going to see a lot more people liking the Cubs, just like when... when Fantastic the, guest, isn't she, though? Yeah, oh, amazing. The, the insight she has. I mean... I'll, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull back the curtain a little bit, and for those of you listening, we don't really set up questions with these with these guests. So when somebody like Shay Pepler comes on and we're asking her about these games, it's not. We haven't pre-screened the interview, you know, so she has no idea what we're gonna ask her. And I mean, any game, any team you talk to her about, she's got something. That's that's impressive, dude. Very. It's you know unbelievable. I mean? I mean, if you ask me about something on, on like, you know, the, pick a team. I mean, we were talking about Ohio State, Maryland right away. She's on top of Maryland about the coach, you know, and it's like, who would know that? You know, I mean, obviously she does it for a living, but. She got it. She again, has something on every team. Everything. It's crazy. She's the best in the business. When it comes to, when it comes to college sports, she's on it for sure, man. Awesome. Awesome job. Um. So. 
switching gears a little bit, let's talk Bears because we got uh, Mike Jacobson coming on here in a little bit. Um, would you have thought four games into the season that uh, yeah. the Bears would be in third place in the division? Not bad. Third <laughs> place. Hey, They're so bad. The big W. He, he managed the game the, last week. The big W. Oh, he managed it? Yeah. He yeah. did manage it. They, they, that, they know Adam Gase is a off, great offensive coordinator. If you think about it, they were in the Green Bay game. They were in the game, right? They were in the other. They who they lose to the second game. They lost to. Uh, shoot, who was it? I don't even remember. It was bad. It was. It wasn't a blowout. The only blowout was. Uh, even, all right, so they were in Green Bay all the way know, to the end. Who they play the second game at home? Uh, the they played the Seahawks. No, that was at Seattle. Oh, Arizona. Yes, they were in the Arizona game. Yeah. So Cutler got hurt. Yeah, Cutler got hurt. Yes. Right. Right. They were in those games. They, yeah. They, they know Gase ain't dumb. He ain't letting color throw 40 times like Trestman did. No, no. You, well, and, and he doesn't have anybody to throw it to. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, I know, but they're still going to, even when Jeffrey gets back, they're still going to let him throw 25 to 28 times, run the ball 30 times. Well, yeah, when you have Matt Forte, why wouldn't you? I know. Or, or make some of those throws, you know, uh, a, a toss to Forte. The thing is with, with, with the Bears is that, Jay Cutler is going to try and force things, and when you have receivers that can't get separation, um, you just that's just going to happen. He's going to put the ball in tight spots because he's a gunslinger, right? He's going to take chances yeah, that other to. guys wouldn't. But you can tell they, they need him. The receivers, the, the the Bears don't have any quality receivers. There's no separation. I mean, the only guy that's any good, Martellus Bennett and Matt Forte, are your guys. Eddie Royal was getting open, um, and uh, Wilson, Wilson, yeah, Wilson had mm-hmm. a couple plays, um, but a lot of that were a lot of those. I think were checkdowns. They weren't meant to go to uh, to Wilson necessarily, you know. Or Martellus Bennett's probably going to get some looks. He's a beast. He's solid, man. And it's unfortunate when you have guys like Jay Cutler. I mean, I mean, all jokes aside, we'll get uh, we'll get Mike Jacobson's thoughts on it. But uh, Mike, you there? I'm here, David. How are you, sir? Hey, Mike Jacobson. How's it going, sir? Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure, E. Now, e, can I ask you something before we actually get into whatever you're talking about? I was unfortunate enough not to be able to listen to what you guys were previously chatting about. But are your pants <laughs> on at this point after that wild card win? Have you put those back on? You, or, hey, uh, I wanted to text you. Since Fowler hit that. That solo shot to make it four to nothing. Yeah. Hey, we're getting closer, you know, buds. We're texting back and forth here and there now. I wanted to text you so bad last night, but I'm like, you know what? He's not. I'm not that like that close to, to with him to text you how I how I felt. How I felt. <laughs> you, you could always feel. You could always when that, feel. Hey, when they let me know. You can text me when you're pantless. That's fine. There's nothing. Hey, wrong hey, with that. hey, you're you're on the long list of people he does that to. I'm oh. Sure. When they had the bases, when they were, when the bases were loaded and they turned that double play, oh, oh my! Oh, in the sixth inning, it was unbelievable. It unbelievable, was unbelievable. And, that, and that's something I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of the things I wanted to talk about was the defensive play uh, last night. I, and again, I hope I'm not interrupting your conversation. I no, we well, were talking about uh, the Bears, but believe me, that's one that we can just. Uh, it wasn't that important. <laughs> not at all. This is. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely get back to the Bears. We'll definitely get. Back well, this to is the playoff Bears, baseball. I mean, we got to talk, talk about the hottest story in town. I mean, we're talking not even just 
sports. I mean, just the uh-huh. hottest. I know. Story in town. It's unbelievable. I know. It really can you? Is, and, it, and it's great. And it's great. Can you believe and, that? And, that and, the and, Hawks raised the banner last night? It's the hottest story in town right now. Unfortunate timing. You're <laughs> such a tool. I don't want to give E anything. All, <laughs> and as we all know, uh, a little bit of a rough off season for the Hawks. Uh, there wasn't much celebrating. Unfortunately, but 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 back to but back to the Cubs and, and, and specifically back to you know the defensive play last night and, and and he brought it up, unbelievable that 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 was the game changer to me and I said it we actually had a post game show on WGN Radio last night with Adam Hogue and, and Mark Carmen I produced it and and to me that was the game changer that sixth inning bases loaded one out double play to turn that was unbelievable and, and all and all the young kids were involved and then you had a vet involved too who's had a rough year i mean bryant and 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 russell and then you know obviously with castro the vet turning it around and uh and then they also you know they had a double play to end the seventh too i mean i think the defensive play is something that is overlooked a little bit last night because arietta was so great you know throwing that four hitter unbelievable that's Complete ridiculous game and uh, I thought it was great. I thought Chris Bryan, who's been under a little bit of criticism at third base, whether or not he can play it, I think he proved it last night. He had two phenomenal plays, including that double play, and then that ridiculous catch that he had yeah. right at his face. Bobbled <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, I mean, it was just it was great. And then you got Schwarbs. This kid's 22 years old. 22 years old. Does what he does last night. I mean, I, I think that ball is still floating in the river outside. I can't remember the name of it outside of PNC Park. Oh. It's, uh, it, it was great. And, and another guy, Fowler. So, I mean, all these new guys, and Fowler is a lot younger than a lot of people think. Everyone, well, you know, they got him from the Astros. He's not that young. He's young. And you know what? He's taken some criticism this year, too. He looked good last night. I mean, the stars aligned, and it was great. It was so, uh, it was definitely a fun thing to watch. If you're a sports fan in general in this city, put your meatball side to the side, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, just put it to the side. And, I, and you know me, Dave. I know. Dave, I know you very well. I'm, his, I'm hardcore White Sox. This is fun to watch. This oh, dude. That's it's, what it all comes down to. It was so much fun to watch. I got to say, you know, we're high-fiving and stuff. You you got to root on your, your your home team. You know, it, it's fun to banter back and forth, but the reality is, is you know, it doesn't happen often here in Chicago where a baseball team makes the playoffs, so you want to get behind them and support them. And everybody, I don't care if, you, if you're a Sox fan, you've got a friend that's a Cubs fan that you got to be happy for, right? Exactly, exactly, and that's what it always comes down to, you know. I mean, it's been seven years since we've had playoff. I mean, come on, this is a good thing. You know what? I'd be the last one to say it. You know, I, I, I should say I'd be the first one to say it. I thought it'd be reversal right now. I thought the Cubs were going to come up a little bit short in the playoffs, and this is and this is before the 162 game season started. I thought that the White Sox would be in this position. Maybe they'd be battling for that wild card, and maybe they'd be in this one-game scenario. Obviously, that didn't happen, so the Cubs are in it. It's been great. Joe Madden himself has admitted that he did not he, – he projected this team when he was at the Cubby Bear, and I was there live when he had his press conference when they actually introduced him. 90 wins. 
Well, they got 97 wins. That's pretty and damn they amazing. Ex- they keep exceeding expectations, and, and it's a lot of fun to watch. It's a good group of kids, and uh, I, I've been around them. They're fun. They, it's it just, it, it's, a, it's a good story for the city. And uh, right now, the city could use any sort of good well, story. Absolutely. Uh, Sports-wise and or outside of sport. Well, let me ask you this, Mike. You've been around the guys, right? So now you have you have two big celebrations. Two big, two big celebrations. One, you got to the, uh, you got to the wild card game, right? And then no question. And then two, you won it on the road against Pittsburgh. Now you got to go into a series against a tough St. Louis Cardinal team. What do you what, win team? Yeah, what do you what are you thinking, man? Is this? Uh, I know they got we were, Ian and I were talking earlier. Uh, there's some injuries over there. You might be able to uh, to pull it out, but um, what do you what do you think? What are you feeling? Do you think these guys can settle back down and get into the get into the rhythm, or or do you think they're too young yet? No, I, I, I think it's very much possible. I really do. I think there's I think there is a magic there. That that's something that, that Joe Madden alluded to. Oh my god, that was several months ago when he brought in the magician and playing the ho 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 it's magic in the in the clubhouse and everything else. Uh I, I really think that it, <laughs> it is possible. But I would warn Cubs fans, no matter what happens, this has been a success successful season i mean there's there's no question i mean this has been phenomenal it's been fun to watch i mean a guy like jake arietta and i mean just everything there's been so much leading into it that's been great but focusing on this st louis series i think game one they're solid i i think john lester versus versus john lackey they're actually friends ironically enough tcu guys uh they played together in boston they're actually really close friends um, I, I think game one's fine. Cal Hendricks going in game two. I might be a little bit worried about that, even though he has been sharp as of late. Uh, we've seen some inconsistency there throughout the year. Um, you know, then you got Jake going again in game three. Game four is still up in the air. Joe Madden would not decide. Uh, at least he wouldn't say anything today. Who's actually going to go? It could be Jason Hamill. At this point, he's going to be coming out of the bullpen. Um, but I think the first game, you're solid. Second game, I'm a little bit worried. I'm a little bit worried if I'm a Cubs fan. I, I'm thinking, okay, second game, you know, the, the, the jitters are out of the way. You know, the, the, the Cardinals have been off for a little bit here. You know, the rust gets off if they do end up taking that first game to Cubs. Second game, you got a guy like Kyle Hendricks who they could take advantage of. Um, and it could be one-to-one heading back to Wrigley, but – I still wouldn't be upset about that scenario either with Jake Arrieta on the mound in Game Three. So, it's—I think the Cubs fans out there should be extremely happy at this point. We need I mean, it, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and it's something that they deserve because they've been in baseball purgatory for what 107 years now, 108 years, whatever it is. I forget now. I think it's 107 years. So, since 1908. So it's. Uh, it's a good time to be a baseball fan in this town if you can put your meatball thing off to the side. I love meatballs. <laughs> anyways, anyways, Mike, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I was like a kid last night, you know, cheering and going crazy. Um, you know, but and you should have been. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Let's get back to the lineup um, going into this series. He's going to juggle it. Mm-hmm. He's going to juggle it, and he's going to juggle it, and he's going to juggle it. 
I, you know, does Austin Jackson look kind of bad last night at the plate? Do you see Soler? Yeah. Do you see Soler? I know Austin Jackson's going to come in for a defensive replacement. I don't think he's going to get a start. Do you think Soler and Co- Coglin will be able to get in there, or do you see him riding Listella? What do you feel? You know what? To be honest, to be honest with you, I, I, I think the latter. I think you're right. I, I think Soler gets in there, and I think Coglin gets in there. I mean, he's the mad scientist. Joe Madden is the mad scientist. I think last night was a one-game scenario. He went into it. He wanted an offensive lineup. That's what he went with. That's why he put LaSalle in that fifth spot. And that's exactly the opposite, I think, is going to happen with a five-game series coming up here tomorrow, starting tomorrow, with with, with the Cardinals. I, I It would not surprise me if both of those guys are in the lineup. Um, I, I still think that – and the thing about Coglin, too, and, and that's why he's so great for playoff baseball. He's so versatile. You can put him anywhere defensively. Um, and he's just been a great, great surprise all year, to be honest with you. I don't think anybody saw him having this much success. Uh, I, I think that when it comes down to it, I think you're right, I think that's what's going to happen. Both of those guys will probably be in the lineup tomorrow. What? Man. Henrik's... Ham, Hamill... <laughs> you're, already, you're already looking ahead to game two. I love it. I love it. I love Ham... It. Well, you, Mike, you gotta get one, you got to get one of them. You can't come back here 2 nothing. Yeah. You can't. You cannot no, come back right, here 2 right, nothing. It's like any. But I'm saying you're, all, you're automatically assuming that Lester will take, and I, I, I feel confident in that too. But you're that confident in. Yeah, in Lester's, Lester. Lester's I mean, taking game one. Lackey, lackey. He's not going to have that hangover. He's not going to have that hangover from the A's last year. No, L- lackey does not impress me whatsoever. The Cubs can get to him. So he's an old man. He's their fellow. Yeah, if I'm in game, so I'm already in game two. In my head. Now, Hamill, Henricks, I mean, what, what, my gut feeling is you got to go Hamill. Well, I mean, what, what, what do you feel? What? Oh, in game two? Yeah. I'm sorry, game oh, two. Oh, well, actually, Joe Madden actually, uh, actually announced today that it, it will be Kyle. It will be That's Henry. what I thought he so did. It. I thought he said that. Yeah, he did. No, he did. He did. He said that he'll be, he'll be game two. Okay. And, uh, Jake Arrieta will be game three. Okay, so Hamill's, Hamill's out? In the air. No, he's going to be coming out of the bullpen. But he's still eligible, possibly, he said, for game four to get the start in game four. They got so it. They... That's where... Go ahead, Mike. No, no, that's where, that's, where they're, that's where they're still trying to do a little bit of juggling. Now, it would not surprise me in game two. Let's say, let's say Hendricks goes... Hopefully, if you're a Cubs fan, let's say he goes about six innings, which would be phenomenal. You bring in a few other guys, maybe, maybe, you know, Hamill goes, I don't know, maybe an inning. He'll still be ready for that fourth start, you know, that fourth game to get that start. I think that, I think they're just still trying to figure it out. You know, I, I mean, that, that has been the Achilles heel if there's anything this year of the Cubs. It's just been the back end of their rotation. But Dan Heron's looked good, too. You know, I mean, it's, you know, he's actually the last couple starts. So, uh, you know, the, the mad scientist Joe Madden is definitely going to have his uh, his hands full trying to figure everything out. There, there's no question. But 
uh, if there's one guy to have in your corner, uh, it's him. I mean, he's he's unbelievable. Nice. What he's done to transfer everything that all the bull crap of the Cubs, you know, and and the and the negative vibes and the quaddies and the and Rick Rick Renneria kind of got a bad rap, but um, you know, I I mean, he's the guy. He's the guy to do it, and uh, uh, I would feel very confident heading into the series, even though you're going against the hundred win team in uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. If you take one out of those, like you said, if you take one game in St. Louis, I'm feeling real confident. You take two, I'm feeling even better. Yep, yep. If you you got to take one, and play in St. Louis, I I cannot wait. I want to go through them so bad. It's almost like the Bulls going through the Pistons. You know, I don't know. I'm oh. not, it's 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 one of those where you you the rivalry um, game where like even now where where the Bulls can't get past Cleveland and you want them and you just want them and you want them and you want them and you, exactly. and you, and you want to get exactly. past them. And this is the way to get. This is the way to go through them. These young guys. I mean, if they can get through them this year, man, it's it's gonna be. All right, guys. You know we're ahead of you, and look how young we are. You know, no question. And you know what? And, and the man that's going to be on the mound tomorrow night is—he said something, and I think this was about a month ago, and I and I loved it. They play stupid, and what they mean, what he meant by that, I should say, is that these guys are so young they don't know any better. Nope. And I think going into going into a series, an NLDS series like this, against the Cardinals who have had more experience than anybody times 50 in the playoffs. But these guys playing stupid, they don't know any better. I don't know, we're just going out there for another game. It's great. I mean, and that's, that's the best-case scenario. So um, they're, they're in a great spot right now. They're in a great spot right now. We know how good they are. We are good, hashtag we are good. And, you know, Miguel Montero started that many months ago now. And uh, it's a confident bunch. They're, they have fun. They know how to stay loose. I mean, even even Joe Madden last night in his press conference, he's asking Peter Chase, the, the head PR guy of the Cubs, we play on Friday. We play on Friday tomorrow, right? Or we play on Friday? Tomorrow? Friday? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's funny. Like, he's so casual. And this is the manager. Oh, we play tomorrow or we play on Friday? I mean, I, to me, that's just <laughs> – that sets the tone. That sets fun. the tone. And with these young 22 – 23-year-old guys, it's unbelievable. It, it really is. And, uh, you know, just just basically their core, you know, the fact that Anthony Rizzo at 25 years old, I believe he is, he's like a veteran, just kind of shows how much, how much of a future this organization has. It's unbelievable. He's more mature than me, and I'm 30. You know, it's unbelievable. Uh, we got Mike Jacobson at Jacobson Radio on Twitter. Uh, you can catch him on WGN Radio. Um, Mike, we got, we had a couple minutes left. I just wanted to uh, to catch you real quick on football, real quick. I to say we got to get into some Bears right? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And we got we got uh, we got your buddy Mark Carmen calling in in a few. So so we're a little short on time, but I do want to get your uh, get your thoughts. Um, this weekend, the Bears. Um, is Jay Cutler going to continue to be the game manager that Eric says he is all of a sudden? 
Or <laughs> he, they better. So, hey, uh, hey, I'd hold like, on, I'd hold like, on. I'd like to Mike. Get thoughts on that. All right. All right. I was gonna say you can't set it up like that without he explaining himself. Yes. <laughs> Dave's unbelievable because it colors his guy. Yeah, we love him. Yeah, but I, what, what I what I wanted to say is, no, Gase the way Gase and Fox are managing color is awesome. You can't let him throw 40, 45 times in a game. You run the ball, you throw some passes, you play a little defense, and you're in the games. You were in the Green Bay game all, almost all game. You were in the Arizona game till he got hurt. Seattle. That was just a poop crap game. Oakland, yeah. Oakland, you won. So you were in three out of four games. The way they man- they're managing Cutler is the way he should have been managed for the last seven years. That's where I'm well, coming you from. Know and, and you know what? You're 100% right. I'm going to agree with you, David. You know, of course you're not going to throw him 40 boy, times. Your boy, your, your boy E is 100% right. No, you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're not going to throw him 40 times when you don't have a receiver. Of course not. Dave, that doesn't mean, that doesn't matter. <laughs> this guy's out of his mind. I just Mike. like getting him fired up, Mike. Yeah, I but, just, but, Dave, he, but Dave, Cutler had the same receivers that he had to deal with or that, that – Jimmy Clausen had to deal with in Seattle. He still had no Alshon. I mean, what are you, hey, I'm just this, confused what you're trying to get. No, at. no. What I, what I, I was, I was, I just like to get E fired up. I mean, obviously he's right. I think you can't. Jay Cutler is a guy. If you give him chances, he's going to make. He's just. He's going to throw bad throws. He's going to throw interceptions, and. I think I think it's I think he hit the nail right on the head. I just like to get him fired up because he hates Cutler, so I just know that that gets can him you, fired can up. You, can you do me a favor? Can yeah. you do me a favor? Sure, David. Take it. Take a deep breath. Yes. Right now, I want to hear it. I want to hear it over the microphone. <sighs> there it is. <laughs> All right. There it is. There it is. All right. Just admit that Jay Cutler was fantastic last week. I love I, I love Jay Cutler. It. Yeah, it. he was. I don't care who was it again. I don't care if it was against the Texans, and I don't know if you've been watching that game tonight. Awful. Awful. But I'm saying it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you know what, like he, you know, he, he he talked about. It's all about the game plan. And Adam Gase, by the way, was a head coaching candidate for about six teams, and basically had the San Francisco job until Jed York and all those idiots over there screwed everything up, and that's why they have Jim Tomsula, and that's another story. But you're talking about an elite offensive coordinator, an elite offensive coordinator. And a lot of people said, oh, well, you know, it was because of of, uh, Peyton Manning did everything, and he was just kind of along for the ride. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, if you look at the game plan, some of his red zone zone decisions, you know, a little bit, a little bit iffy. A little bit iffy in the first couple of games. That game plan going into Oakland last week was fantastic. Absolutely, uh, and they did Perfect. exactly they did exactly what they needed to do. But at the same time, you got to give Jay Cutler some credit too. And I, I trust me, I love making fun of Jay Bird more than anybody. Let me tell you, he, he even admitted after the game. He said, "You know what? I did not. I, I, I'm huge on actualities. I'm huge on what guys say right after the game." He said, he's like, there was times I wanted to run, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. There was times I wanted to get out of that pocket. Didn't. He made the smart moves at the right time against a pretty undisciplined defense with, with the Oakland Raiders. I know they had Khalil Mack. And I, I, Alden Smith has not been that impressive, no matter what anybody says. Me watching tape, 
uh, last week on him, you know, Alden Smith, whatever. But he took advantage of of a defense that, you know, is not that good. He kept, he kept it exactly where he needed to. That's all on Gase. And I think the main thing, too, I, I know Mark Cummins coming up here, too. I don't want to keep you too long, is the fact that he actually gets the plays in at the right time. Yeah, that's color. huge. That's He's huge. actually getting the plays at the right time. There was a million times where last year you're watching the game, you could just tell he wasn't getting the plays out there. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> and you could tell and he was irritated. Forever. Yeah. And he was irritated. I mean, he, he, you know, Matt Forte said earlier in the year, well, it was kind of nice, even when, even though they lost against the Green Bay Packers in the opener. It was kind of nice to look to the sideline and not see that dumb look on people's face. Yeah. Well, uh, you, hashtag Mark <laughs> Trustman. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to... Well, you can get, into, you can get I mean, into a rhythm. That's the thing. confidence in that. Yeah. It, this is a bad team. We all know it, but they're they're moving in the right direction. And you know what? Back to Jay Cutler. I mean, if you look at games that are going on tonight that I was watching right before I got on <laughs> on with you to uh, to do this hit, uh, I'll take Jay Cutler over... Jay Cutler over a Matt Hasselbeck or a you know Hoyer or Mallet who got replaced anytime. Absolutely, you know what I mean. So Absolutely, it's uh, I think I think Bears fans need to chill out a little bit. It, it's not the best team. The talent's not there. The coaching is there though. You got two of the two of the best coordinators in the league yeah. with Adam Gase and Big Fangio, and so it shows because this team's uh, this team's bad, but they're competitive. You know, they're not they're not out of the and game, and they are. So. And you know what? Last thought in terms of the Bears, Pernell McPhee came up big last week, and that was your biggest off-season acquisition. Absolutely, and uh, he he seems to be he seems to be setting a leadership tone. He had a team meeting on Saturday night, talking with the guys. Uh, I think that that that's definitely definitely a positive. Uh, secondary is still very skeptical, but you know the fact that the guy that you paid the most money as a free free agent. Is coming through. Got to be happy about that. No, that's awesome, Mike. Thank you so much, man. It's always a pleasure to have you at Jacobson Radio. Catch him on WGN, Mike. What are we plugging? Anything to plug? Where can we hear you next? Oh, we got a uh, we got a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on uh, this weekend. Actually, we've got uh, Blackhawks hockey. Of course, you can always hear that on WGN Radio as the flagship. Following Blackhawks hockey tomorrow, we're going to be doing a special post game show. For the Cubs and Cardinals, game one, we'll have all the reaction for you. Mark Carmen will be there. I will be there. Andy Mazur will be there, who is a baseball veteran. Um, and then also on Saturday, too, we're going to have, uh, have both game coverage for game two of the Cubs following uh, following good old uh, Blackhawks hockey. So we, we got all sorts of stuff, and then I'll be producing uh, Camp OB and Kaz on Sunday that's also hosted by Mark Carbon and uh, to get you all ready and set for the uh, for the uh, Bears and Chiefs tilt that's going to happen. It's going to be a tough place to play in on Sunday in uh, in Arrowhead, but as long as they can try to can you know just contain you know Mr. Jamal Charles a little bit, it might actually have a chance. They'll, they'll be defense, fine. Fly that defense, W, Mike. Fly that tough, W. But- Fly that W, Fly Mikey. That w. Fly hey, that man. W, buddy. Hashtag it, buddy. Yeah. I'm all on board, man. I'm all on board. It's a great story. 
And uh, more importantly, as a producer, it provides me confidence. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, and WGN's where it's at, man. Yep. They got it on lockdown. Have your, have your phone on you, Mike. You know it. You know it. And, and also, too, you just remember, WGN was the original flagship of the Cubs for 90-some hey, years. I'm with so you. It's in our DNA. It's our promo. Thing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me, man. All right, Talk to you. Yep. All right. See you, bud. But that's huge. They got it down on lockdown. They got it. They got it on lockdown over there at WGN. When you want, you want Chicago sports. They got a. They got such a cool group of guys over there working at working at WGN. You got guys like Jacobson, um, Mark Carmen, right? He's with GN, right? And he say they got Hampton and OB. They got everything. They got everything, and it's. It's a young group of guys that are putting that together. Don't kid yourself. These guys it's not like, you know, your 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 dad's radio station anymore. You know, we when I was younger you'd think WGN radio or WBBM radio, you'd think that's what old guys listen to. Maybe we are old guys, I don't know, but it's definitely not your dad's radio station. They got it down. They got it down. It's different there now. It is. It mm-hmm. is. I think they younger, do a good job with it. They they had a lot of those guys that were on the game. And you yeah. know all yep. that stuff, so yeah. it's it's a good group of guys. You want to get into the Bears? Yeah. So what I wanted to get into was they're getting nine points. E, what do you think on the road, getting nine against a Chiefs team that didn't throw a touchdown to a receiver till last week? I believe my lock with the Rams <laughs> two weeks ago stunk. <laughs> I mean, any any team that Alex Smith is a quarterback of, I don't think. You give is giving nine points to anybody, quite frankly. Jamal Charles or not, I don't think any team that has Alex Smith as a quarterback should be spotting anybody nine points. My opinion. Oh, and hey, uh, how did that work out, guy who drafted Alex Smith <laughs> over Aaron Rodgers? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> what, what, who do you like? Who would you take? Uh, you know what? I would take. I'm going to take the Bears in the points. I think they're going to be tough. I, I think. I don't think they're as bad. I mean, they're competitive. They're yeah. competitive. They're competitive as long as Cutler's in there. That's a tough healthy, game to take, I think man. They're going to be able to put a couple points on the board. I don't think they're going to lose by nine. I, I think if they lose by a touchdown, okay. But I don't think they're going to lose by two scores. Just my just my opinion. I don't I don't think they're going to lose by that many. I don't think the Chiefs. It's not that I think the Bears are that good. I just don't think I I, I don't think the Chiefs are that good. I don't think the Chiefs are going to come out and beat anybody by two scores. What did they do last week? I don't even know. <laughs> the Chiefs? Yeah. You're such a dork. I know. <laughs> um, no, they're a decent team. Yeah, but they're always they're still the Chiefs. Tough place to play. Yeah. Mike was right. Jacobson was right, man. It's really tough to go to Arrowhead. Oh, yeah. That's Nine's tough. Um, if I had to choose, I would take the points. It's just... It's just... Uh, what did we say the last one? The Bears were getting the, the last they show. They covered Oakland. They covered Oakland. They but before no, that, no, Seattle. they got blew. They got blown out. Yeah, you, took, you took the Bears. <laughs> I know. What's wrong with you? I know. I know. I thought. I thought. I. T- they I couldn't th- even. They. They couldn't even get it. Well, they have. I don't. The first downs. I know they punted every time. I know, but I thought. I thought they were getting a lot of points, and I thought you know what? I'll take the points. There's, Their defense is deep, playing decent. The receivers. Eh. There's nothing. Forte, yeah. Colors managing the game. It's blah. 
it's there's nothing exciting about this team. No, Hawks are coming up now. They just raised the banner. You got the Bulls in preseason. That was pre-season. a tough loss. Did you happen to watch that game at all? I know you're not a big I did not, guy. Dave. Yeah. You know, I was tuned in to, uh, and I'm trying to get the old wife to, you know, do two TVs. Yeah, she well. She still won't do that. It was, you know, the, the Hawks were down pretty much the whole game, third period. You could do a double banger. It's, two TVs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thir- well not, if, if one of the games that's on is the Cubs. No, you could do two TVs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What are we going to do that for? I didn't even watch. I didn't even watch this one. Um, so, no uh, third period. Taves comes in, hits a game tying goal with a minute left, and they called it off. And that's just how it is. They lost by one. Now I was trying to think. All those years the, the Bulls were winning championships. I don't remember them ever. I want to say they lost every game that they raised a banner. <laughs> I, that's I, I don't if if I remember right. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't, it depends. Who, it depends. It depends who. Uh, yeah, when they raise the banner, it's it's tough to, to tough to get going. But let's welcome in Mark Carmen from uh, WGN Radio. You're listening to Chalks and Dogs podcast out of Chicago. Mark, thanks for taking some time and talking to us tonight. Chalks and Dog, I apologize for being a minute late here. Thank you for having me. No, that's right. We had Jacobson on before, so it worked out perfect. Well, I apologize for that. He's, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. He's a, he, He's a great man, but I'm still going to apologize for his presence. Yeah, Mark, before we get going, I got to say this. I, I listened to your last broadcast at, uh, when you were get, when you guys were all on the game, and I got to say, I listened on the way home. That was probably one of my favorite broadcasts I ever listened to. You nailed it, man. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate you saying that. It was, uh, you know, you got to go out in style, right, or at least put your uh, – Put your heart out there, or something. At least, in, you know, try to try to have fun in, in the uh, in the absence of anything else, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Let's go. Let's so let's get it started right away with the Cubs. Uh oh. Okay, I'm excited. You, Lay it on the line. Are you excited? Are you are you a Cub fan, Sox fan? Let me let me let's let's get to that. Uh, okay, let's start there. I'm a, I am a uh, very much a Cub fan. Grew up with. Uh, Billy Buckner, before he left the old ball club, and Leon Durham took over. Just want to get that history in there. A little sad Bosley, outstanding pinch hitter, wore number 27. Of course, I was 11 years old in 84, and uh, that was uh, a rude awakening to how harsh the world was. So, yes, I uh, very much uh, am a Cub fan. It uh, it will never leave me. Okay. Well, I was <laughs> – Jacobson was – uh, calling me out about not wearing pants last night, spraying champagne all over myself. I you know Good I job. I I was you know what I, it was like I was a kid all over again last night, Mark. And it's not even about being nervous, scared. How everybody's talking on you know the sports talk and all the stations, every dial you could you turn it on. You know it's 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 more about enjoying the moment and watching a good team play baseball, watching uh, you know the young kids grow and and have fun and. And it, it just looked like it, it's just a fun team to watch. Yeah, I don't even know what people mean like when they say it's time to go all in. I mean, what, what does that even mean? I'm, You're going to watch the game with like, I'm going to really watch the game and pay attention to every pitch. <laughs> or I, I like, I, I don't even know. Like, it's such, it's like mental masturbation or something. I, I, the, the bottom line is, the bottom line is that the team is really good, and they have an outstanding chance to beat the St. Louis Cardinals. 
And more importantly, forget about all that. Last night was incredible. They walked into Pittsburgh. They pissed on the Pirates. Jake Arrieta is the king of the world, followed closely by Joe Madden. And no one's ever had a cooler moment in life than what Kyle Schwarber did when he had a two-run bomb into the Allegheny. I mean, that was just unbelievable. And outside of the fact that you can't start the game any better than they did with, you know, you had a 3-1 pitch to Dexter Fowler and he's not being, you know, trying to coax a walk and said he's ripping a ball up the middle and then he's stealing second. And then it was 0-2 or whatever it was. There was two strikes on Schwarber. He's hitting a line drive on the left field line and you're on the board, two batters in. It was unbelievable. It was it was just a phenomenal night, and anybody who didn't enjoy that, well, then that's on you because you should have. It was it was fantastic. Moving on to St. Louis, playing tomorrow night. Uh, telling telling Jacobson the same thing as I'm going to tell you. You sound nervous. Oh, I I ain't nervous. There's no 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 chance. I want to go through. I want to go through. Not even me. I, I I don't talk like that. The Cubs. I, I cannot wait to see the Cubs go through them. I want to go. Th- I want to see the Cubs go through them to get to that next level. How do you see this? I think it's, I think it's okay to say that you want to go through them because, in a way, like Cub fans going through Cardinals fans is definitely a thing. Like we've taken a lot of abuse from Cardinals fans, and I, I do very much. I agree with you. I want to go through them. I, there's, there's nothing more that I want to do than taunt the Cardinals. That would be so incredibly outstanding. Uh, but how do I see the series? Is that what you're going to ask? You got it. Uh, well, I mean, obviously it sucks that Jake Arrieta is only getting one start. So it really, to me, comes down to is John Lister going to pitch big? Because if he does, then, you know, you're hopefully winning game one and game, I would assume, game five that he throws. So then you need Arietta to be great at home or you need a miracle from Kyle Hendricks or I guess Jason Hamill in game four. I mean, it's, it's, you know, that's the, that's the huge negative with playing last night. Your, your rotation is jumbled, but the Cardinals, you know, you've got, I mean, Wainwright went out earlier in the year. We all know this stuff. Carlos Martinez went out late in the year. The Cubs injured Molina, which was, it's huge. I mean, Gotti Molina, that guy's killed the Cubs in, in you know, what, what he's killed a lot of teams, but he certainly is, he seems to always get the huge hit and maybe he still will, but he's going to be playing with a splint if he plays. I, the Cardinals are 14 and 16 down the stretch, right? Their last 30 games. The Cubs cut the lead from 11 and a half to three games. They beat them four out of six times. They can win the series and they absolutely can. So, you know, I, let's go. I'm, I'm so excited. It's 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 exciting. I'm a Sox fan. Even I'm excited. I think I think any of any of us Sox fans, we can't you can't be angry about this. I was out at um, Moretti's in Edison Park watching the game. Um, it's it's fun. It's fun to see the the the, the nor- well, you know it's Northwest Side. It's it's fun to see everybody get together and something exciting to watch because Lord knows the Bears aren't doing anything and uh, uh, it's playoff baseball, man. It's always good. It's always good. Right, and even for a Sox fan, there's, I mean, listen, if the Cubs win, it's painful, but, like, there's drama in watching the games. You want them to lose. Or you're, like, kind of feeling all weird inside that you're sort of not wanting them to lose. So, I mean, that could be uncomfortable, but at least it's entertaining. 
you know, I mean, there's it's uh, the Bears. And listen, I do the Bears post game show. God bless them uh, on WGN, one of the you know many post game shows in town. I the Bears are going nowhere. Everybody knows that. And I mean, the White Sox. Good lord. Uh, I mean, they got some work to do over there. I'm excited for the Bulls, but that's probably only me because I love the NBA. So, I mean, the Cubs are by far the biggest story in town right now. Oh, I'm a big, big Bulls guy, big NBA guy. I always, always have been, always will be. We'll get into some Bulls. But how'd tonight go? You know, I didn't see the game tonight. Uh, did they win? No. Did we no, have staff? No, no. How, we got? How, no how, did your, how did your night go tonight? Oh, you're talking about my date? Yeah, Jacobson gave us a little J- tip. Jacob- Jacobson's <laughs> throwing you under the bus, Mark. I I had a lovely date, um, and uh, we are in the middle of the date. It's not over. I am I am uh, headed to another location, so uh, I don't think that's going to be a very long stay at the second location. But uh, I think I I think she was. Slightly awkward when I kind of took the level of conversation up into some some sort of uh, intensity that she wasn't expecting. Well, but I did recover from that. <laughs> I, <do like> this. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm honored that, that you were, you were able to squeeze this in between uh, your first date here. This is awesome. Well, I had to say to her now that it's all out there. I said because my phone was dead. I said, "What time do you have it?" And she's like, "Nine fifty. I'm like, "I gotta go. I'm going on with." an outstanding podcast uh, that's going to sweep the nation at 10 o'clock. I mean, that sincerely, by the way. And um, she's like, you're going to be late. And I'm like, I know. But, um, you know, then it, then it turned it into a negotiation. She's actually leaving to fly overseas uh, in the morning, doing a little Italy trip solo, which, I mean, if you can't respect that in someone, then what can you respect? So, uh, and then she was like, well, we could meet somewhere else. Of which I was, to be honest, I was damn happy to go home. But hey, you want to meet somewhere else? I'll step up. I'm that guy. Let's go to another. Let's make another stop. <laughs> That's, awesome, That's awesome, Mark. Uh, let's go. Let's just. You're on a first day. We're gonna let you go. Uh, no, no, no. I'm. I'm. I have tons of time. I got whatever you need. Go ahead. Uh, Bears. Uh, I know you yeah. cover. I know you cover them. I you know you do a lot of stuff with them. Going into this weekend's game. Any chance they can pull this off? I know they're given nine. I know Arrowhead's a little tough place to play. Do you see them? Can they squeeze? Can Cutler manage the game like he has been? How do you see this one playing out as well? Well, I, I mean, I think that's a great place to start, and I've never been a Jay Cutler guy, but he's been arguably their best player this year, and when he's been on the field, I mean, they've been right there. They almost beat Green Bay. They certainly had a shot at it. And when he was healthy against the Cardinals, they were right in the game. So can Jay play big at Kansas City? I mean, the Chiefs are 1-3, and three, but, you know, like, I mean, I watched last week's game against the Bengals. In Cincinnati, that team is a problem. They got a ton of athletes, and they were in the backfield harassing Alex Smith. So I, I don't think the Chiefs are as bad as their record. I mean, you're, you're talking about, you know, I mean, I don't love Alex Smith, but he's a, you know, he's a credible quarterback, and Jamal Charles is a dynamic player, and, and Jeremy Macklin is a problem. So, it's and playing an Arrowhead is tough. So all of that is going to be a challenge. But I, I do, I think they'll at least cover. Let's put it that way. And if, um, you know, if they, 
if they win the turnover battle, I think they can win the game. That's a big if, but that that's how I that's how kind of I'm sizing up Sunday. Uh, is is Forte going to finish the season a bear? I mean, there's all these rumors yes. flying around. Yeah, I think so because they no one's going to give the Bears what you know what they'd want in trade. So I don't see him going anywhere. Simple as that. And he, I, I get it; he's an aging player, but still pretty productive. I, I, if you can get Matt Forte on a reasonable contract. I wouldn't have any problem with bringing him back, even though you're still a rebuilding football team. It wouldn't that would not bother me. Maybe you develop somebody alongside of him if it's Jeremy Langford or whoever. But I, I don't I don't think you're getting a second round pick, you know, for for Matt Forte. No one's going to do that. How good of a job is Adam Gase doing? Talking to Dave earlier tonight. Uh, you know, I'm not a big Cutler guy either. Uh, managing the game, the way he's calling the games. Jay's not throwing 40 times. Jay's throwing about 20, 25, 28 times a game, rolling them out here and there, uh, calling the right game plan. I mean, I, you have to give a lot of respect to Adam Gase. I like him. I think he has a ton of upside. He looks to me like he's going to be a head coach in the league probably sooner than later. So, I mean, listen, I, I putting Cutler, no huddle, calling out plays, taking control. He looks comfortable to me, and we really haven't seen a whole lot of that. And there's there's been, you know, some play calls where, you know, whatever, they're at the goal line, you're expecting them to run in, uh, I guess that was week one. It all blurs together, but that was against the Packers, right, where they had first and goal at the two and they didn't get in. Yep. Yeah. And you're wondering why they, why they didn't run the football. There, I mean, that was – I think he was worthy of criticism at that point. But overall – as far as offensive coordinators that the Bears have had, I, I, Adam Gase, I mean, it's early, but I, he's, he certainly looks like he's going to be one of the best that uh, has ever had that position. I mean, certainly recently that comes to mind. Maybe that's the tallest midget, but I, I like him a lot. I think, I think they got I think Fox has put together a great staff. I love Fangio too. Yeah, he, he's definitely no Ron Turner, but he's doing all right so far. <laughs> you know, and it's and it, I, I think I think the key is is like uh, just and I think we talked about it with Jacobson too is 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 getting those plays in and get letting the offense get into a rhythm. It, it would it would drive Jay nuts when Tressman couldn't get the plays in on time, and the same thing with. Uh, Old what's his name? Lovey. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, Martz. Yeah, Martz. Martz. Yeah, they couldn't get the plays to him on time. He's driving him nuts. He was just—you could see him physically angry out there. Well, he should have been right. Yeah. I mean, come on. You—that—that's that, just incredible. I. Hey, the the guy. I mean, give again. Not to you know throw bouquets of flowers at at, at Jay, but it's been a very interesting time as far as you know coach after coach after coach after coach <laughs> and incompetence after incompetence on some level so and then again if jay was great though and you know a lot of guys could perhaps make the coaching staff look better than what jay did but um you know and fox is the worst of the media and it's just kind of i guess it's comical at this point how bad he is but um I mean, these guys have won and they're i mean you're talking about and they've won big, really. They haven't won the biggest, but they've been there. So, uh, if if Ryan Pace can actually get some talent in here, I don't. I think that they will. Uh, I, it's pretty obvious they're in capable hands. Yeah. 
we'll get you out of here on this one, Mark. Thanks for coming out. You're listening to Chalks and Dogs. We're talking to Mark Carmen at the Carm on Twitter from WGN Radio. Let's go to the Bulls. Read an article today how, you know, Butler and Rose disagreement, source from Cowley, Sun-Times, talking about, you know, he doesn't respect, you know, his work ethic, uh, uh, Rose's work ethic. Do you see this rift being anything this year? Yes, I, I do. Um, but I don't think it's something they can't work through. But I, listen, I mean, think about what Jimmy Butler said. The guy openly talked about how he wants to play point guard. I mean, that's crazy to me. Disrespecting it, him, it, right? Yep, straight up. It's a, it's a, it is. I mean, and I'm not saying that, you know, like, like if you go back in time, like if Joe Dumars said on the Detroit Pistons that I want to play point guard, Isaiah Thomas would have pissed on his head. And I'm not saying that Derrick Rose, you know, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that Derrick Rose is Isaiah Thomas, but he is a former MVP. You know, if Byron Scott said that Eddie, you know, Magic, I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting better here. I, I want to play some point. And again, I, I understand that, you know, Jimmy's probably the best player on the team right now. But it, it's just insane that he would say that. So those two guys, you know, there's, there's a problem there. There just is. Now, but that's. Listen, I mean, Russell Westbrook wants more of the piece of the pie in Oklahoma City, and they make it work. I'm not, and again, you know, I'm not drawing direct correlations to anything. But I, I, I think that, to me, it's the biggest challenge that, that Fred Hoiberg has on his plate. Get those two guys on the same page and, you know, winning games. And they've done it. Listen, Derrick Rose is a get-along guy. He, he's not going to, you know, you'll never hear him say anything negative about Jimmy, and Jimmy probably won't say anything negative either. But, um, you know, that's gonna, I think that's going to take some coaching skill to, to bring those two together, and we'll see if Fred Hoberg can do that. that that's, uh, we just don't know. I, I, would, I like Fred early on. He's incredibly uh, he's easy to talk to, and I guess nobody really cares about that, but, like, in my own media world, it, it makes it nice. And I think his offense is going to help the team. But that's a, that's a big-time challenge that we'll, we'll see if he can, if he can navigate it. Because uh, right now it's like he's sort of taking Butler's side, which if I'm Rose, I'm not thrilled about that. that very, very true. Maybe he's just trying to light a fire on him. Who knows? Um, Mark, uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna let you go, man, because uh, we we want we want this date to go well for you. <laughs> um, uh, it's uh, at Thanks, the <laughs> at the Carm on Twitter, verified. That's awesome. Um, Mark, you got anything to plug, buddy? Is there anything we can? Uh, um, can uh, I, know, for I, you? I appreciate that. I mean, I'm on three to seven on Saturdays, uh, but it's you know with Northwestern football, it, uh, it can be hit and miss this week. Northwestern's playing, you know, Michigan today. It starts at two thirty, So we're not on until after the game. And then I'm doing uh bears post game three to six on Sundays for the most part. Uh, when they, uh, obviously when they have the noon game. So, and yeah, uh, I appreciate that at the carb on Twitter. I do judge people by Twitter followers. So the more I have, the better I feel about myself. Perfect, <laughs> man. Perfect. Mark. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks guys. Have a great show. You too. Right, thanks. Three banging guests. It's huge. 
banging guest. Huge. If you listen to his show, I mean, he he he's puts awesome. On a great show. Another he's, good guest, Dave. I know, I know. What a get by you. This is another huge show. Uh, October twenty fourth. Let's announce. Oh it, yeah, buddy. man! October twenty fourth. Scores. Go order some pizza. We're gonna be at the Scores Club, Harwood Heights. Another live show. Be Four there. Four to six. Yeah. Wristband special. We'll talk about it. Uh, will we be on before then? I think the Tuesday yeah. before. Yeah, we will. We'll be on one more time. But come on out. Enjoy some food, some booze, some guests. For uh, Go ahead. This is the best part of the show right here. My favorite my favorite saying. What's your favorite saying? For D. <laughs> For D. Not me. Peace. Hey.